Welcome to this episode of Alive and Thriving. Today, I want to talk to you about acceptance. And, you know, this is a massive, massive topic. So, we're really only going to touch the surface today. But I wanted to bring it into your awareness because it is a topic of conversation that I do have in my alternative therapy space a lot with clients who are trying to overcome anxiety, who are healing from trauma, who are overcoming chronic stress, who are moving out of a place of being stagnant and stuck in their life or in their business and, you know, really doing that inner work. Acceptance is one of the really earliest things that we talk about and that we work on. And so, and and it's never ending either. (laughs) It's not just, you know, a one-off thing. So, I thought I'm going to share with you a bit of a story today on, you know, one of my experiences with acceptance, one of many, many experiences. And I hope that that helps you to, you know, find somewhere in your life where you can lower resistance and move into a place of acceptance so that you can actually move forward. So let's get into it. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. Okay, so today we are talking about acceptance. And as I mentioned in the introduction, you know, this could be, it could be a really, really, really big topic. And so we're only going to sort of scratch the surface today. I want to start by sharing with you a little bit of a story. Uh, Just something, you know, maybe some of you can relate to, maybe not in the, the exact way that I have experienced this, but you know, in your own way, in your own world, because I guess if you've been around me for a little while, you'll know that I really love sharing what I've learned and what I, you know, didn't benefit from (laughs) or didn't work. I think that's a part of my human design as a 6'3", you know, to be able to share with you the things that didn't work for me so that you hopefully don't have to repeat those mistakes or you can bring some kind of awareness into your life around some of these things. So this may resonate with some of you, but this may not also resonate with some of you. Now, no matter whether you are coming at this episode from a space of getting ready to heal, So perhaps you're getting ready to move out of a place of chronic anxiety or chronic stress or getting ready to move out of a place where trauma has been taking over your mind and your body and you've been having and your decisions and your responses to life um you know whether you are coming at this episode from a place of trying to move through blocks and feeling stagnant or stuck in your personal life or in your business wherever you are at acceptance is relevant to you 
it is completely relevant. And I'm going to give you two examples today, one from my business and one personally. So let's start with my personal example. So at the end of April, you may have heard me say this already, at the end of April, I had, it was a really small car accident. It was small, right? But the jolt from being rear-ended has resulted in whiplash. So um, since the end of April, I had been battling these migraines, uh, anxiety attacks, vertigo, tinnitus, nausea, (laughs) all these fun things. And, you know, it's taken me a fair while to get back up on my feet to the capacity that I really have felt fantastic. But what I did after that accident was I kept showing up to my regular exercise routine. I thought, I'll just modify it just a little bit. (laughs) Oh, surely it's just yoga. Surely it's good for me. And of course it is good for me, but not when you've just injured your neck. Now, at that point in time, I didn't understand, you know, that my neck was most likely root cause for how I was feeling. I kind of thought, oh, maybe these migraines are emotional, obviously the anxiety, the hypervigilance, all of that, you know, from the accident and also, you know, it was a tough day that day. I'd been to a funeral and things as well. So I thought, oh, maybe it's emotional. As a lot of the emotional symptoms have died down, And actually, I'd love to share a podcast episode on things that I've done to support myself during that chaotic, traumatic time. I'm going to write that down (laughs) so I can remember. But as, as the emotional side of things has died down and I have gotten myself back more into a sympathetic state where my brain doesn't believe I'm in, you know, danger, being attacked every second and stuck in a state of fight, flight or freeze. Freeze got me real good. Um, as that has died down, I have started to notice more patterns now where, for example, when the pain in my neck ramps up, I feel nauseous. Um, Or when the pain in my neck ramps up, then the migraines kind of kick in. So, you know, that's prompted me to go and get my neck further investigated, which I did this morning. I had an MRI. So, you know, hopefully all is good. And hopefully we're just dealing with some soft tissue. But um, whatever it is, obviously, I need to know what I'm dealing with. But my whole point to this is that I, for the last nearly three months, have struggled to move my body. Now, exercise is a big thing for me. I thrive on it for my mental health, obviously, for my physical health, obviously. And when I go through prolonged periods of time where I'm not exercising, I I notice the direct impact on my mental health and how tired and sluggish my body feels. And my kinesiologist kept saying to me, don't underestimate the power of walking. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then the next day I'd get up and I'd be like, no, Jess, you need to set your alarm and get up and try and exercise. Just do a low impact lower body, which some of which I can do. But as soon as it involves laying on my back for anything um, or engaging my abdomen on my back or anything like that, just anyway, it's it's not nice. And I've started to notice, as I said, as the emotions have gone down, what is actually triggering my neck. And unfortunately for me, movement in so many different ways. And yes, there are things that I can do, but in the ways that I'm used to moving is triggering pain in my neck, which leads to a whole heap of other physical symptoms. So 
I had this resistance to walking because I had this story that it wasn't enough. Now, I love going for walks. I love walking as a part of my exercise during the week, but I didn't realize that I didn't see it as like a core movement, as a core exercise. I literally was like, no, if I walk, even if I walk every day, it's not enough. It's not enough for my body. It's not enough for me to not gain weight. It's not enough for me to feel good. And so I had this story. And so basically every day I was showing up to my body, to my exercise from this place of resistance, trying to push and force something that was not meant to be, something that I was not ready for. Now, as I started to really notice these connections between my neck and the way I was feeling, I had to sort of start to have a look at it and come to this, you know, internal <laughs> internal dialogue I had and come to, come to this realisation that acceptance of where I am at is going to have to be really key for me right now. I needed to accept that right now, not forever, not forever, right now I'm not physically at where I want to be. And with that acceptance actually came a lowering of the resistance to wanting to walk. And I have been out and about walking every day and loving it, absolutely loving it. So the key message here with this is acceptance. Now you may notice, and I talk to my clients about this all the time, you may notice when you are when we're tapping, if you've done any form of EFT, we always start with acceptance, a statement of acceptance. Even though I have this problem, I accept that I feel this way. And the reason that we do that is because when we cannot accept that something is happening to us or has happened to us or that we are feeling a certain way, we can't truly move forward from it. We're always meeting it from a place of resistance, just like me with the exercise. That resistance causes more stress it causes anxiety it causes tension in your body it causes a mental load that you don't need and it also causes you to hold on to something that is not serving you and so I'm really clear particularly when we're working on acceptance of trauma and experiences uh, things that were circumstantial things that were out of our control things that happened at the hands of somebody else acceptance does not mean that you are saying um, you know that you're okay with what happened or that it was right acceptance is a way of saying that you no longer allow this to hold power over you anymore and once you can accept that you can't change it you can't change it and your mind probably replays a lot of things that you really can't change, that you don't have that much control over. And once you can accept that, you can truly let go and you can truly heal and you can truly move forward. So acceptance is always the very, very first place, along with self-awareness, but really acceptance to move into self-awareness of healing. It really, really is. And so I said I'd give you an example of my business as well. Might have been early last year and the year before. I had, you know, I was trying to, I guess, match my income from the job that I didn't want to go back to. And so I was meeting my business 
from this place of resistance, from this place of I should be somewhere else. I was comparing myself to where other people were and these other people were further down the track than me. I was one year in, two years in. And I was like, why aren't I here? Why aren't I making this kind of money? Why haven't I got this consistency with clients? I was meeting my whole business, my whole approach to my business with resistance. When I became aware of this, so I guess awareness is, is really number one. <laughs> Without awareness of what's going on, then, then we'll say acceptance is number two. But when I actually became aware of this, then I really, really intentionally every day sat down with my to-do list and I said, okay, this is where my business is at right now. This is the journey that she is on and I accept where we're at. I accept that I am this fiery and I accept that, you know, I'm, you know, landing X amount of clients or I accept, really I accept where I am in my journey and I would sit down with my to-do list and I would literally be like, I accept, you know, that my journey right now is where I am doing more things than, than what I should, not should be, but, you know, when you wear all the hats <laughs> at the beginning of your business journey, but I accept that. I accept that I have to do these tasks that one day I'll outsource. I accept that I am 12 months in, two years in, not five, ten years in comparing myself to those people I accept that I'm still finding my way I accept that I'm still trialing and erroring and by the way I'll trial and error forever it's just a part of my human design Exper experimental learner I have to experience something or try something to know whether I actually like it or not you probably see that sometimes I'll release a new product and then go oh no this isn't right take it away I used to think that was flaky and now I think I just that's just part of how I am. It's okay. If it's not aligned, it goes. If if a platform delivery way that we've delivered a something on a platform isn't working, then it goes. But I have to try something to know whether it's gonna work. And so accepting where I was at lowered the resistance to my business. And guess what? Things started to flow beautifully. When I could accept where I was at, I was able to actually meet myself where I was at rather than coming in with this energy that just wasn't, wasn't accepting. It was resistance. And when I was able to actually accept where I was at and meet myself where I was at and become more in an energetic alignment, the stress lowered, things seemed fun again. The anxiety lowered. Some of the pressure that I had on myself got taken off. I still, no matter how much money I've ever earned, even when I was earning no money, have turned up to my business as if it was my full-time job with all the energy and all the intention. But, you know, sometimes, that, sometimes that's hard. And sometimes that means that I was putting things, tasks on myself pressure on myself that actually was really unnecessary things that I had seen other people do that I deemed to be the way that you become successful mm -mm. unnecessary and all of that released when I was able to accept where I am at in my journey
So those are two examples of how I, you know, acceptance has created a huge shift because I want you to think about now something in your life that you have resistance to. I don't care whether it's personal, whether it's business, work-related, whatever it is, I want you to think about something that you're meeting with resistance, that you're constantly trying to change, that is out of your control, that you are not willing to accept. And I challenge you just to start to have a play around with because it's not a magic process. You don't just say that you accept it and you suddenly feel that acceptance inside. But I want you to just play around, tap on the side of your hand, just on the side of your hand where the squishy part is. It's on the outside um, along where the finger, where the pinky finger is, down the bottom there. Tap on the side of your hand and just say, oh, <coughs> <coughs> I need this to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> just say, I accept that this is where I'm at. I accept that I feel this way. Or I accept that I have this thing that I don't like. And just tap there. Or I'm going to choose to think about accepting. Or I wonder what it might be like to accept that this is where I am. So you choose the language that you feel comfortable with. And I want you to think about a time or a situation that you no longer want to meet with resistance, that you are ready, it's in your awareness, and you are ready to change it. And let's start that change with acceptance. Now, if you are ready to move through things that you feel are too big for you to hold your own space for, and you would like to explore what it might look like to do that in a private container with me, then I would love to have a chat with you. I offer a 20-minute complimentary phone call where I give you a call and we just chat about what's going on for you and whether or not my services can help. And there's absolutely no obligation to move forward, but I do want to chat to you if you know you're ready to, to do something for yourself in one way or another, whether it be with me or with someone else. So I hope this episode has helped you to discover somewhere in your life where you might be meeting with resistance and have a play around with acceptance. And let me know what happens. Practice. Build that acceptance muscle. Practice it. And, and let me know where you end up. How things change for you. Have the most beautiful day. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favourite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact.